That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. Surprise, Sydney. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of Cinemania Live. Yes, we have been gone since Sunday, but I need a little I need a little bit of a break, you know. And now we're back into full force. As as soon as I say, like a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, there's no news. There's like barely anything. Everything happened all this week. So we are back, <laughs> everyone. I am joined by my co-host of Cinemania Live, as always, Hannah Ringswald, a.k.a. whoever this person is. <laughs> Hannah, hello. Hello. Oh, shit. I know. Why don't you update everyone on what's been going on with you and why we haven't had a Cinemania Live show <laughs> this week? I was going to do it, but it just didn't feel right to do it with anybody else, you know, because it's become our little baby. So mm-hmm. how are you? How's everything? Well, I'm better I'm better than I was doing a week ago. Um, but anyone that's listening uh, that listens regularly is definitely going to clock me and be like, okay, you sound different. Um, and that's because I have pharyngitis. Um, believe it or not, this is a big improvement from where I was last oh, week. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Um, <laughs> asked Wayne. I, I sent him uh, updates every day. So that's why we've been gone for uh, quite a while. Because usually we don't take this long in between shows. Mm-hmm. But I, there was no way I was getting on here. And Hannah tried. Listen. I love Hannah to death. Hannah was all for coming on this show. But if you guys bored. think if you guys think that Hannah oh my god, oh Hannah sounds really listen, Hannah sounded like a mixture of like Bane. It was like a little bit of nebula in there. It it was just it, it was, was bad. It was it really was bad. Deep. It was like a deep voice. He sounded it was deeper than my voice. I was like, damn, you know. <laughs> so it's very nice to hear your voice again, even though it's not the a hundred percent Hannah voice, but it is nice to hear hear you. Um I know we missed a lot, everyone. We're back. Everyone's kind of been everyone's been kind of busy. I know we have a big, big, big team. Uh there will be a review for Moonfall at some point, maybe tonight or tomorrow. Um, but I think that's gonna be hosted by somebody else because I, I can't talk about Moonfall. It was absolutely terrible. So um yeah, we got a we got a lot of stuff coming up on the show. Uh you know, I know Tuesday's a big day with the Oscar um nominees being announced and stuff and uh I yeah that's this week. We're gonna go easy on Hannah's voice so we're not gonna go too hard. We're not going to go too long today. Um, I do think, I know Hannah's stubborn, but I do think she should be resting her voice rather than, listen, Hannah tried, I'm going to just, Hannah tried to come on on like Tuesday when this thing was fresh. And I'm like, Hannah, get out of here. Then she tried to come I'm on like, so bored. <laughs> then she tried to come on on like Wednesday. And I'm like, Hannah, there's no way I'm recording with you, with, with, with you, your voice hurting like this. So, oh um, my God. let's just, let's get some updates from you though, before, before we dive into everything. How, how you been? Like, what's <laughs> been going on? What you been watching? I actually have watched a lot because I've had so much free time um, and, like, can't do anything but just, like, lay in bed, basically. Yeah. Um, so I watched this movie called Plus One, which mm-hmm. was a really, really cute rom-com, um, and I watched it because Jack Quaid is in it, um, and I really enjoyed it, and I think that it's a really underrated rom-com because I haven't heard of it before, but... I'm really I'm a sucker for a really good rom com and it's on Hulu. So very good. And then I watched this movie called Tragedy Girls. And it is really fun yeah. fl- uh slasher. That's on Hulu as well, right? It it crosses my yeah. it crosses my uh oh you should watch this all the time and I'm like one day I'll watch it. It was really fun. Um it's def it definitely plays into like the quirky girl aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um so that part like those parts of the movie, like the comedy and stuff like that, it wasn't great. But yeah. um, I think the performances are really good, and I, I it was fun enough. Um, and then last night I watched The Rental. Uh, Ooh, that the Rental! Oh, I fucking 
hated that movie. It was it was, it was just meh. It's so whatever. Mm-hmm. I like I I was really into it for like the first 40 minutes. And it's really, you know what? I'll say this. It's very beautifully directed. It's it a is. very it slick is. movie. It, it it looks great. Cinematography is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um it's just it's so nothing at the end yeah. of the day. The ending, the ending. I just like I was furious. I it was just it's one of those movies where you're just following the characters and they're kind of but like it those movies work if it's like just like a okay. It's like you love call me by your name and you're just following those characters, right? Which is great. Yeah. But like I feel like horror movies, you just can't do that. Because you follow there has to be some type of climax. Interesting characters and dynamics. Something. Like that definitely works in horror movies when you have like interesting dynamics. I think, you know, for hereditary, the first hour and a half, nothing really happens Mm -hmm. other than the thing with Charlie. Um, and that's because you're it's such an interesting, you know, family dynamic. Yeah. But with this, it's like the characters are so like I've seen this before, like whatever. And then the whole entire like plot, I've seen so many movies of like living in like a house and like somebody has like cameras in there or whatever. I literally just talked to Larry about one that I watched like when I was like 15, um, mm-hmm. not too long ago. And, and that was like way better. Um, but yeah, I can't even remember what the fuck it was called. Um, <laughs> and also I watched the first episode of The Boys again. Oh, you did? Why You, like, so refused like, to go anywhere near the other episode. I don't know what's going on here. Because, okay, I'm trying to get back into it. Because I watched <laughs> the first five, uh-huh. right? And I didn't like it. And this is a long time ago. And I didn't like it because I thought it was kind of boring. So I just, like, tapped out whatever. And then I tried to get back into it. And once again, I was like, I, it's just boring. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it one more chance. Because... I know Larry wants to get into it. So I was like, okay, let me watch this fucking pilot one more time. And it's still <laughs> just like boring. I don't know. Come on, man. You got to keep, you You can't just watch the pilot. Keep, keep watching the other episodes. I watched five of them. Oh, well, well, it's just, I don't know what <laughs> like people love so much about it. I just don't see it. It's like, fantastic. okay. W- watching the pilot. I think mm-hmm. that like, the the visual effects are really cool. Like that scene of um his girlfriend, you know, getting blasted through by mm-hmm. that one guy, A Train, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool effect. And that whole uh fight sequence in the pilot with translucent, that's really, really cool, right? Mm-hmm. Um but everything else, I'm like, okay. It, it's so like whatever to me. I don't know. Come on, man. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get it one day. And also, I started my Uncharted three replay. Oh, the replay of the game, the games. Yeah. Listen, I. Uh, all right, so let's get into some stuff. A lot of we, stuff. We have a lot of stuff going on. We have a lot of questions from the past couple of days. It's like as news drop, as news drop, I I always have to mute Skype. Cause I'm like, cause I always just keep hearing the ding, 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 ding from Skype, and I'm like, brothers, you, 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 you gotta go easy on me, right? They want to know the opinions. <laughs> okay, so let's get. We're gonna get. We're gonna talk about everything that's been going on this week. Like, there's a lot as far as you know, stuff from the Batman, Euphoria, stuff from um, stuff from you know, some other things and whatnot so uh i'll start off with the question to make all of you happy uh this person here says this is a question that i i thought was kind of funny because it's a genuine question and i was like okay i'll explain um this person this is an interesting one because i want to get your thoughts on it on all of on it too um this person here says why don't you guys do tv reviews um all that much anymore and it's a fair question it's not like something i'd be like hey listen you don't understand but like Honestly, do you want to know why I, I, I kind of held back on doing like television and like TV shows and reviews? It's too much. There is yeah. too much. <laughs> there is just way too much because you have to, I feel like you can't just, well, what I, what I started doing like a couple years ago, it's like maybe like 2020, I was picking and choosing what TV shows that I was reviewing 
where it was like, okay, you will do an MC, one of the, like, you know, WandaVision, and then I'll do one for, like, The Mandalorian or something, or we'll do one for the first three episodes of The Boys. And it was kind of sporadic because there's so, there were so much other ones, like, oh, what about The Witcher? And what about this other show and, and that other show? And, and to be honest, it's just, there's too much, you know? I commend all of the other content creators who are able to review the show, watch and review the shows and stuff. And I feel like there was a time where we could do that. But like Netflix, I think they have 88 movies this year. And I can't even tell you how many shows that they do per year. It's like it's like 150 or something like that. And it's just when you go from all the streaming service, you got you got, you know, you have uh, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Apple TV. Literally Plus, everyone has skin in the game. HB, HBO. It's just an abundance. And it's not like all oh, the back in the day. It was like, oh, you got your Stranger Things and you got the the what big little lies or something else. And it's kind of it's not that much. You know, now it is like an abundance and it's like way too much to keep to keep up with i watch the shows that i that i watch as far as like as far as what i get into um you know and and as far as the tv reviews the only ones that really when, when we used to do them all the time the only ones i used to do well were the 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 mcu ones so you know yeah. it's a lot it's a lot of work to like do a, a whole review for a show and it, but it doesn't get the same traction as like the dc shows or like the mcu like marvel shows we're getting or like the mandalorian you know so and i ain't watching book of boba fett because I am. <laughs> I'm not watching Peacemaker. I don't feel like it. I am. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> the, the show that See, I just, the show that I just finished, as far as like TV show that I just finished with Ozark season season four part one. I, I didn't even started that yet. Um, that was good. But then Ozark season four, where I just finished. Now I'm starting Archive eighty one on Netflix. Um, cause it's like horror and I want to get into that. And then like March, March is like crazy. Cause like March we have the Batman, but then we have the Halo show that I actually really do want to watch. It looks really good. So there's, I mean, it's just, I think that's just the answer. You know, um, this is, does this, 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 this question doesn't have a name of who sent it, but that's why you don't see a lot of TV reviews. There's just way too fucking much. What are you, what are I was going to say that? my answer would have been, we don't watch the same TV. It's true. Yeah, other everyone than, like, watches. Yeah, it's true. Uh, other than like the Marvel stuff, like even just me and you alone, like we don't watch the same TV at all. Mm-hmm. And then if we do a review, you and I are like, okay, hey, you watch Euphoria, I watch Euphoria. It's getting controversy. Let's talk about it on the show. You know, um, yeah. Boba Boba Fett has been an interesting topic because. I haven't seen the last two. Of, I haven't seen any of Boba Fett, like, like nothing. I even tried to do what Hannah did, and uh, I just started episode five this morning. And I was like, we'll see all, what's all this craziness about. Because um, I've already been spoiled. It's all, all, the, all the thumbnails are everywhere. So I was like, let's just, yeah. just figure it out, see what's going on. And I couldn't get into it, even though I'm sure episode five is really good. Because I, just, I, I feel weird just starting something uh, five episodes in. So I was it, just like, all right, I, I can't, you know, so. It's know. weird because Book of Boba Fett started off as very much a Boba Fett show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't love it when it was that. But now it's kind of turned into Mandalorian season three. And yeah. now I am loving it. Um, So I, I feel bad. I don't know. Because the first four episodes, they were very much boring. Very boring. Um. But then you get the Mando episode, and it's excellent. It's literally just top tier Disney Plus, like mm-hmm. uh, with the shows, not even just Star Wars shows, like all the shows in general. It's top tier, right? And episode six, it's really good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It, it's not as good as five, but it is really good still. But it still feels very like Mando centric, especially now that you've brought in uh, Ahsoka. So. And obviously, you know, Luke and Grogu. So, I don't know. I don't even know where the fuck the show is going now. <laughs> um, it, it seems very much just sporadic and all over. So, I don't know how they're going to wrap this up and it still be a Boba Fett show. We'll see. We'll see. I, I okay. So, here's, here's the thing. Right? A few days ago, um, I was getting ready for work. I like to watch something while I'm getting ready for work. So I was getting ready for work, and I was like, okay, let me just try to catch up on Boba Fett. And I started the first episode. 
it was like 25 minutes in. I'm like, fuck, man, I'm bored. I'm out of here, dude. I, I, I was like, I, I just, I, I, I'm at the point where that because there's so much TV, if you cannot get me within an hour or like 30 minutes or something, um, then I got to peace out and find something else that's going to hook me again. You, you know? were just yelling at me to continue the boys. And now you're like, oh, if, Listen, if you don't get me good. in 30 minutes. Uh, that's good. You tripping. That's good. See? <laughs> What the? But yeah, you know, if you're not into the boys, I won't say I get it, but it's like okay, you know, then watch something else. Um, but it's just it's just TV. There is just I think I think there's just there's a it's kind of overwhelming how much TV there is right now. Um, and I'm over here. I, I remember a couple of weeks ago, I was like, man, I really want to downsize how much apps I'm like I'm like, uh, you know, that I have all the you know what I mean. I wanted like I wanted to downsize on like what I'm spending. Because I realized that I literally have every single, mostly every app. Um, I had Shutter, and I'm like, why do I got? Why do I have Shutter? Shutter. I love horror, but it's like I'm barely on Shutter, so I, I got rid of Shutter. Um, and then I was like, and then I was like, it was like it was like Paramount Plus, and I was like, man, I don't think I want to. What am I watching on Paramount Plus? And then they released that damn Halo like teaser, and I was like, god damn, it, that <laughs> looks really good. So now I got to keep I that. I that as soon as I Carly was over. That's what I'm saying. That's what I think everyone did. But anyway, um, I was like, I, I there's just so much. There's like th- there is just so much. Apple TV Plus has great shows. Um, there is just so much, and it's like I get that free with my provider. So mm-hmm. I get Amazon Prime free, so that's 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 easy. My mom was like, "Watch Reacher." I'm like, "Mom, at all things, no, I'm not watching Reacher." Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, it's gonna be the same dullness as uh, what's the what's the other what's the other thing that Jack Tom, Ryan? Yeah, Jack. Yeah, it's gonna be the same shit as that. It's boring. So, all right, let's get into Ugh. some other stuff here. This person here says, "What are you guys' thoughts on the projections for the Batman, and what do you guys see it making opening weekend?" Um. The Batman. So right now, the story is the Batman is projected. Uh, Box Office Pro has it projected as one fifty to one eighty five. I that's 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 really good projections to me as far as like a number. That that'll be really big. The yeah. you know I went I went on a binge yesterday. Like the biggest um, Batman opening, right? It, yeah, the biggest bat the the biggest Batman opening as of right now is BVS, which is real. I don't even think I don't think I don't think that counts to be honest. Um. BBS but it's B- would be like one sixty. It's one sixty, and then after BBS, I believe it's Dark Knight Rises, which is one one fifty, I believe, and then the Lego Batman. So um, oh. I, th- <laughs> I I I think if it opens, I think if it opens up to one fifty because of the the runtime and everything. I was and initially I was gonna say the rating, but the ratings PG thirteen. I do think as far as families go, it still does look really, really dark. But hey, the Suicide Squad in twenty sixteen, it was PG thirteen and I mean and that doesn't look like family friendly, you know? Um and that yeah. opened to like one sixty, I believe. So I could totally see the bat it's the only thing that's coming out too. I could totally see the Batman go opening to a major, major number. Uh last night I like my excitement for this movie got like rejuvenated. It, it, it never went away. It was just kind of like I I stopped like I stopped watching all the clips and I stopped watching all the you know what I mean. That's how I get when I'm really excited. I just want to be surprised with everything. Uh, I haven't even listened to the Riddler score yet and stuff. Oh, it's amazing. I, yeah, I was going back because I was going back and I was like, what's your what's some, I was like, what's some of your favorite villain scores? And I was like, the first thing that came up to my mind was Killmonger. And I was like, would you have yeah. want to hear that before you saw the movie? And I was like, I don't think I would. So I'm gonna wait for the Riddler score to hear it when the movie happens. Um, and I went, I went on a binge last night, and I was watching all the trailer two reactions, and the and I mm-hmm. watched the trailer, you know, trailer two, not the Bat and the Cat one. Bat and the Cat one is very, it's it, it's a good, it's a really good trailer, but it doesn't, it's very high paced. Trailer two is like a, it's like a really good build up before yeah. you get into the craziness, and it's. That's one of my favorite trailers of all time. That trailer too I is so I still prefer the good. teaser. Oh, the 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 DC fandom one. I yeah. Something about trailer it's just two. The tone to that trailer yeah. to the teaser. I mean, it's so good. It gets me hyped every time. Oh man, I remember when I kept seeing trailer two in theaters. Like, 
I rewatched that trailer again this morning and I'm like, dude, I, I don't, my excitement for this movie is insane. I can't believe we are officially, get this, Hannah, less than a month oh my God. away. Holy That's too much. <laughs> Do you remember when we came on this show, when the, when the movie was delayed until this year? Dude, I remember talking about Robert Pattinson being cast. Mm-hmm. Like, that's and crazy. Like, and I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, yeah, hey, I'm, you know, good time. I always saw the vision. Mm-hmm. I did. So how are you feeling? Batman, less than a month away, projections. You think it's going to be a massive opening? You think audiences are going to resonate with it? Do you think that it's like, it's looking too dark for that opening? What do you think? You know... I know we just talked about it not too long ago about maybe having some reservations because I do think there is a good amount of people who still can't get over Robert Pattinson being like the Twilight guy. Um, But then I started to think about it last night after I saw the projections and I was like, Twilight, like all the movies made so much money. Like so much money. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, you know, I think one of them made a billion. Yeah, the Twilight fandom <laughs> is like so well and alive still. It's kind of crazy, like how many people still like stand Twilight on Twitter, just like openly and very passionately. Um, so I'm like, there's no way he's not gonna bring in that audience. So I was like, and also it's just like it seems like the hype is just like building and building and building. It's, like, it feels insane just, like, how big the hype has gotten for this movie. Um, I, I'm i starting to think that this movie could, like, do, like, 180 opening weekend. Oh, so you're going 180. You know? Yeah. Um, man, the last time we had to make big projections for movies was, like, Spider-Man No Way Home. And the Spider-Man No Way Home projections, it was, like... Everyone was like a lot lower than it actually came. Yeah, and I also I I think I think like a couple weeks before, I was like I with how the ticket shit went down, I was saying, I I said the Last Jedi numbers because I was like I don't think it's gonna be as big as Force Awakens, but I said Last Jedi, which was like two twenty five. I was like yeah, pandemic. We're still kind of doing the pandemic thing, and it's still kind of mm-hmm. crazy. So I was like I was like two twenty five. For Spider-Man. And then I think Larry was like still, he was not giving it 200. He was like at 190. He was like, you know. Then Spider-Man opened to like 250 something. No. Yeah. 250 million. I think it was like 260 actually. Which is insane. It, so now I'm like, this, I was like the Batman. I mean, we've been hearing about this movie for like the past two years. It's been like one of the most hyped films. I had I was going looking at the how much the trailers were doing and the T and like everything going like it's always trending. There the marketing has been great. These posters are amazing. I saw they I, I saw that like I I know Times Square is gonna be like full of red like a couple of weeks, like the week hmm. the week of or something. It's gonna be so sick. I I just I have to I think I'm gonna go around where you, where you're going. And I think I'm gonna say like 190, 180-ish. Oh. But to be safe, but to be safe, I'm gonna go like one, I'm gonna go like 170. 170. I'm gonna do that. Okay. And we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's massive. I I my only fear is that I hope that like if it opens to like a hundred million or like 120, I really hope people don't get weird because that is a great number. 120 and yeah, you know what I'm saying, like one twenty five, one thirty. Uh, I I don't know. I think What's that's I think that's great the numbers. Budget? The budget for the movie, I think it was like a hundred mil, wasn't it? Oh my god! I think it was like a hundred. Let me see the Batman budget. Yeah, it's saying a hundred million. Hundred million, isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Okay, so here's my okay. So this is this is this is this is going off topic. Now why? These MCU budgets are like in the 200s, 300s, 400s. <laughs> Imagine that. $400 for a movie. 
for me, four hundred million dollars for a movie, and it always looks hideous. This movie looks like one of the most gorgeous comic book movies that like we've ever seen. Yeah, Dune was one of the most like visual spectacles that we ever seen, and I think that is like a hundred. I think that budget was like yeah, hundred and fifty was... or like a hundred. Yeah. The Green Knight's budget is a hundred or less than a hundred. Way probably way less than a hundred. What's why? <laughs> why why are the, why are some of these move like I I really thought you 15 know fifteen million for the Green Knight ridiculous, and I really thought that I I thought that you know practical stuff was like a lost art, but then I'm seeing all the stunts that they're doing with this movie and all of it looks so like it's all practical most of them yeah. And I'm like, so why is it so hard for the big guys to do this? You know what I mean? I just, I just, I just don't get it. I feel like texture is just such like a lost thing with the MCU. And I, a lot of the time I feel like that's why the movies just look so like whatever. And <laughs> yeah. also it's just like the lighting still is an issue and Everything just feels so just uninspired. Yeah. That's the thing. It's just like there's no – I feel like there's never like a vision. Like nobody yeah. ever goes into an MC movie and they're like, this is the aesthetic that we want. You yeah. know? And I'm kind of – it's upsetting. I kind of wish – I kind of wish at some point they kind of go – I, I I don't say I wouldn't say go the complete DC route because you know what you're doing is clearly working as far as box office goes and audience you know it's whatever. Um, but one of these days, I just I I would just love like a report that Marvel is is just they they want to do a movie that's not a part of the universe and it's just a movie, you know? Because I really feel like it would be like it would be like a really nice looking film depending on who the character is and whatnot. But um. I think that's why they have. I think we said this. I think that's why they have so much trouble, like when it comes to awards season, is because like they just the the movies just don't have the same. They all have the same kind of feel and vibe and stuff. And and then when you try to go different, it's like it's like they want to go different, but they can't. Like Eternals, you know, the cinematography was there, but it's like no, we still have to go crazy in the end. You know what I mean? Like we still have to do. what we're known Eternals, for. Eternals, the cinematography is really nice for Eternals. Mm-hmm. It just, it still feels like the filmmaking, there's no like love put into it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm not saying that Chloe Zhao wasn't like, you know, passionate about the movie or anything. That's not what I'm saying. I'm mm-hmm. saying that when you're watching the movie, it doesn't ring as that. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's the same thing with all the other MC movies. None of them, except for maybe like the first Iron Man. Yeah. Feels yeah. like there's real like, thought and purpose behind the filmmaking yeah i agree so that being said i'm super excited for the batman it looks absolutely nuts it looks gorgeous one of my favorite things from that second trailer is the fact that you you don't you you rarely you rarely ever see batman in daylight so the fact that that those shots with him and catwoman clearly those are after like a long night of like fighting whoever and just going through the trenches and it's like it's been such a long night that the sun is rising or you know what i mean we're still outside yeah. in our gear and stuff because usually batman is like i'm at you know i'm the shadows or whatever and i'm I'm the night you know but then he's like fuck i, I like the fact that it's like the first time we're seeing like batman's like fuck man it's the it's the daytime and i'm still working you know um, I really like, I, I, and I know in Dark Knight Rises, you know, the whole scene with like Bane and stuff at the end is like in the daytime, but it's like, yeah, it, 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 I like the, I like the aesthetic of seeing that trailer and like most of that trailer is like shots of the sun coming up. Cause that means he's been working all night and stuff, trying to protect the city and it's just everything about everything about the movie. I just, I can't see how I'm not going to like it or not going to love it. Um, you as well. I just, oh, I'm so excited. You know, so everyone knows where I stand. I literally, it's my pinned tweet on my Twitter. I fully <laughs> believe the Batman's gonna be the best movie of all time. I don't care if that's ridiculous expectations. It's just, it's the movie that I have been anticipating the most since like forever. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I agree. And if I don't love it, I don't know how I'm going to cope. Truly. <laughs> I agree. I'm, I'm right there with you. I it, it has to. I mean, I'm, I'm even thinking about like Robert Pattinson's Batman being like one of my first hot toys. I know it's coming. You know, they already announced it kind of. And like the Catwoman look is so cool. The year one kind of idea of mm-hmm. all of this is just the year, like the year one Batmobile is so cool. Oh, man. Ah, all right. Um, okay, Euphoria season three. Euphoria has been renewed. Once I saw the report of, oh, this show has, you know, was like 100%, the, the viewers have been like 100% increase from season one. I was like, oh, okay, the season season three announcement is coming anytime now. Um, it was announced, I think, a couple of days ago. Season three of Euphoria is coming. We didn't get a chance to talk about Sunday's episode because of you of you getting sick. That that had to be one of the worst. That that was the worst Euphoria episode that I've ever seen. Horrible. It was terrible. I thought it was horrible, and even their worst shows. I'm like, eh, I mean, whatever. Like it's. <laughs> That episode, I was just so befuddled, and I was like, "Dude, what is this disaster?" I see, I saw Euphoria fans, you know, like as far as people that we know who were even like, "Dude, what happened here?" Like, everyone is like, "Champion Sam needs to get out of the writing room now." <laughs> everyone is like, "Champion!" Like everyone wants Hunter Schaefer to go in the booth or the room to write. I I when this got announced, I was like, dude, his head is just gonna is is gonna be it's like gonna be ten times more massive the next season. The writing is so bad in this episode, and it was it it I, and I was like I, I was like, what is going on? And the peep the the geeks online, I gotta get this out. The geeks online who were like, oh, it was messy. It was it was messy because uh, Rue's life is messy. You have got to be the one of the worst defenders I've ever seen for a show, movie, anything, anything that that had a, that got to be the worst. Oh man, I saw I saw comments. Oh, you just you people don't understand the artwork of how this is a portrait of how Rue's life is getting dis- is getting so dysfunctional. So Sam wanted to write a dysfunctional. Rue isn't even the main character anymore. Don't piss me <laughs> off. It, 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 it was it was it was it was a it was a horrible 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 episode. Um, I'm not looking forward to the next one. I said I, I said tapped out officially. Oh, you're done. You're done. You're out. Yeah, and oh, I'm not tuning into season three. Unless Sam is dragged out of that motherfucking writing room. <laughs> um, I guess that's your thoughts then on everything that with Euphoria this week. It's been a very, it's been a very interesting week with this this show. It's you... just, it's it's like boring now. <laughs> I was so fucking bored watching this episode. Hmm. <laughs> it did. Oh man, and the fucking monologue from the dad. Like, what is going on? I. I, I I was like, what is happening? Great performance. Beautiful yeah. performance by the actor. But the character himself, I don't give a fuck. I don't know what Sam Levinson needs to get through his head to realize that I don't give a fuck about Cal Jacobs, but he really needs to learn it quickly. Because I'm watching it, and I'm sitting there, and it just keeps cutting back to him. And I'm like, I don't care. And I need other writers to realize this, too. I don't give a fuck about the adult characters in these fucking teenage shows. I'm showing up for the teenage mess, right? I don't care about their parents. I don't give a fuck about their storylines. Give me, like, two seconds of screen time to say, like, oh, have a good day at school. That's all I need. I don't need full-on storylines for these parents. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> Get that through your head. Realize it. So I have a question for you because I saw I saw somebody post that – Somebody was like really angry at Rue and uh, Rue and Jules being a lesbian relationship, and mm-hmm. already putting them with like with the with with the man. How do you feel about that? I mean, Jules like identifies as a lesbian, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. for her She's, to it's weird, huh? Be with Elliot—that mm-hmm. is weird. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I I um, uh, I'm trying to think about tomorrow. So I, I usually watch the show late, like as far as like Monday. Um, so to be honest with you, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't. I I didn't feel. I wasn't going to watch episode three. I mean, episode was what episode were we on? Five, four. Who fucking knows? Five. Um, I wasn't gonna watch it until like I don't know when I could. But then everybody was like tanking on it. And I'm like, dude, what happened in this episode? And then I watched it, and it was just, it was just there. Um, a mess, a mess and yeah. a half, truly. Rue. Man, that's the best side character I've ever seen. Rue. <laughs> the, what happened? <laughs> Why? I don't Rue, know. Rue was just turned into a, into a side character. It's uh, the Cassie and Nate show this, mm-hmm. this year. And I'm like, even then, that storyline isn't particularly interesting. I mean, it, it's pissing me off, like, period, because... Most people are completely misinterpreting the relationship between Cassie and Nate. Yes, Cassie is in the wrong. Yes, she is. But mm-hmm. Nate is manipulating her so bad. So I don't know how y'all are trying to turn it in a different way. And I'm like, it's very obvious that Nate is like preying on Cassie when she is vulnerable mm-hmm. after last season, right? Yeah. I, oh my God. I'm, I'm sick. I'm so sick. <clears throat> Uh, all right. This person here says, "What do you want to see happen with this new Madam Web movie? I love the casting of D- Dakota Johnson, but the movie does feel right out of left field. It, it it is. It's random. Dakota Johnson, what a great casting! But as Madam Web, I I just had all characters. Dakota Johnson is gonna is gonna break her comic book, whatever, and be Madam Web. I don't know." I don't, I don't know, know anything about Madam Web. She's so, multi, she's old. First of all, she's old and decrepit. Well, I know uh, that <laughs> there is a different character that isn't old that goes by Madam Web, and people are assuming that's who Dakota's playing. Yeah. And the point of her is that she's locked into her body is only working because of this multiverse machine that she's on. So she's pretty much sitting all the time. I don't know. I... And it's not even like, oh, man, I could have faith and be like, oh, dude, no, they'll figure something out. It's going to be awesome, you know, because it's just the movie just feels so random, like all their other announced movies. Like, yeah, the Craven casting is great, but I don't know. Morbius was delayed, so we'll see what happens with that. But I was never excited for Morbius. I hate the Venom movies. Um, The only thing out of Sony the past couple of years that I like when it comes to Spider-Man is uh, Into the Spider-Verse stuff. That's it. Because that's it. I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I know Andrew Garfield's been trending really hard. And Amazing Spider-Man 3, everyone wants that. Or they want him to be like with more with more BS and Venom. That'll be cool. But I just don't know what their plan is. I don't think they, I don't think they have a plan. I think they're just it, kind of... It's hard to have an opinion on this kind of stuff when yeah. there's only a character and an actor attached. Because, like, at this point, we don't even know, like, director, you know, screenwriters, anything. So, that's where I stand in this. I'm like, I don't know how to have an opinion on it other than I like Dakota Johnson, you know? I don't really know much about this character. So, when more stuff comes out, I'll for sure have something to say then. But for now, it's just I like Dakota Johnson. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I do too. It's a great. It's a. It's a very inspiring casting. Because I'm like, oh, what are you gonna do with Dakota Johnson's really good? Um, yeah. So we'll see. Okay, let's tap into more questions here before we get off the show. This person here says, "Scream feels like it." came out years ago why is february so dead are you guys watching death on the nile and the new texas chainsaw movie this month um no wait hold on (laughs) wait (laughs) um february's i don't have no idea why february is so damn dead um i know the next move i know we had moonfall i don't want to talk about it um i know we have uncharted it's because usually we have a blockbuster this month yeah and i think uncharted is gonna try and be that but 
Uncharted. I, I don't can't know. do it. I'm kind of excited, y'all. I'm getting a little excited because of that one. Because of one scene, I see you and you no. and Mary going nuts no. about that scene. What is it? No, listen. Fuck me. I I started my Uncharted three replay, having a lot of fun. Always have fun playing Uncharted. I just miss Nathan Drake. Okay, God, that ain't him. I don't know. And if this is. is how I can get something of him. Then I'm gonna get excited. I don't know who that is. That ain't Nathan Drake though. That's like that's his little brother Oliver. Drake okay, listen. The, the, <laughs> I I really do think that Tom is giving Nathan Drake like a oh. younger Nathan Drake. Putting it into context, he is giving younger Nathan Drake. I'm sorry. I don't think that the writing is all that great uh, in the trailers that we've seen because a lot of the lines don't feel like they would be Nathan. But when they are good, they're really good. Like that, uh, in particular, the one at the end of the first trailer where that guy is like trying to say something to uh, um, Tom and then like he has a very thick accent and it's just like, Oh, and he's what? like, what? Like, oh, you mute. Yeah, that's very Nathan Drake. Um, but Hannah, and then also I, in this Hannah. new clip, in this new clip that me and Larry are talking about, oh. that whole thing feels very Nathan, very uncharted. So if the rest of the movie is like that and not like the trailers i'll be very happy you know he, he, he here's what i here's what i'm fearing with this movie right this is more so it's more so larry than you anyway i feel like but listen it's when I he, still when, have my fair share reservations. When, Don't put this label when, on me. When, when I'm like, this movie. When he is like doing his comedic stuff, I mean, it, you have no, you have like, you don't think it just, this is Spider-Man. It doesn't feel like that at all to you. Not one time. Yeah, come on. Not really. Because even, maybe it's, it is that new clip that like put more it put it more into perspective for me. Like, mm-hmm. even just, like, him drinking, like, alcohol uh, in the clip, I was like, oh, that is, like, it, it was weird for a minute because I was like, I'm so used to seeing Tom as, like, a child. But after watching it a few times, I was like, oh, okay, I'm, like, past this now. And I'm, like, looking at him as an adult and not Peter Parker. I don't know. Ooh. I feel like it's definitely going to take some adjusting watching mm-hmm. the movie for the first time but if they do have enough in the movie to make sure that we separate you know tom being a kid then yeah i i'll definitely be able to get past it oh shit man everyone's got their tickets <laughs> i i don't have my tickets yet i don't know i'll man. be seated I love this French, like this video game franchise. I don't know. So do I. What, what Hollywood is doing, I, like even my, you know, like my mother was so perplexed by the casting, and I was like, "Mom, I have no idea." Okay, she was so perplexed because she's watched me play it all four, and I, I even played, I even played Uncharted when they were on PS3 and stuff. You know, I, I that's when I started uh, playing I, it. So this is when I was like, this is what I feel 14? like if you are more open minded to oh, the casting, then you could see it. Because I really do think that you just have this wall up. I think you're doing the absolutely. same thing with Pedro Pascal. And I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not. I'm really not. I get it. I do. I just feel like I probably came into I came into The Last of Us and Uncharted with these castings already. Like, that's why I think you're more. I think that's why I think right. you're more open. So I think that's yeah. why I have a different perspective on them. But with you, you were in love with these franchises before. You know these names were even thought of, right? So when the castings happen, I think this wall were like just put up, right? You know, you know, you know when there wasn't a wall. Hurt. You know, you know the recent movie the way there wasn't a wall up for me as far as casting mm-hmm. and the video game franchises that I love. Um, Alicia Vikander as as Lara Croft. I was so down. I still am. I I, I love the. I've been I've been playing the new the Tomb Raider games since I was a kid. As far as the older older ones, you know the Angela Anna Jolie esque ones, right? Um, and then when they redid the when they re when they did like a reimagining 
of Tomb Raider when they made it like more like a survival kind of game and where everybody got mad that, you know, oh, Laura's not just not like sexy with like huge boobs and stuff. Um, it was <laughs> so weird to me. I was like, dude, who gives a fuck? It's a fuck? Whatever. Um, so when they did the new ones, I was like, oh, they got to make this a movie or a show at some point. And they did. They casted Alicia Vikander and I was so down and I still am. The first movie was like, okay, but it's just one of them things where I just don't think these movies work unless they're a TV show. You know, I think there's just too much to go down. Like, cause like with this movie, it did the Uncharted looks like it's doing like three games into one movie and those always don't work. They just don't. You know, and I, then with Tomb Raider as well, like that's my they tried to, right now. yeah, they, they tried to Tomb Raider. They tried to mix the first game, the first new survival game with the third one. And they had like a puzzle from the, the second one. I was like, what is going on? It, it wasn't like, it wasn't terrible, but it was definitely like, it's just too much. I think that's why the Witcher shows work. If the show, if the if you don't like the show as far as acting and all and storytelling, at least it's like all it's all uh, what's the word paced well. Because I would I would much rather a Netflix series of The Witcher rather than a movie of The Witcher. There's just too much to go on, you know. There's too much to do. I mean, I think I think that's why that's the one reason why I'm more open to The Last of Us being a TV show. I I, I mentioned I was like, you just can't do these these games as these games are so long. You can't do these games as movies anymore. They just don't really work. Assassin's Creed, whoa, shit. You yeah. know what I mean? When that came out, I think that's just my issue. These these games, they just don't work as. I think a Tomb Raider like eight episode show would be so badass. The first four episodes is like her trying to get out of the wild and survive, and then you get into the Tomb Raiders, the Tomb Raider stuff. Great. You know, but when you watch, when you try to rush that into one movie, like I'm seeing, like Uncharted, I'm seeing a set piece from the Uncharted. You know, what I'm seeing, you know, the big cargo but, ship set piece. It's so weird. It's okay. crazy to me. The way that they're pitching this movie, I literally just watched an interview last night. It was Tom Holland. He was like, it, "It's an origin story for Nate, right?" And I'm like, "Okay," but then <laughs> in the trailers. They're like, okay, look, here's the fucking cargo sequence from three. And also, we're introducing Sam. And I know Sam isn't introduced until four, but here we're giving it to you now. And I'm like, oh my God, this is too much. Because yeah. I'm like, I, if you would have just given me uh, a story that we haven't done in the games yet, mm-hmm. I would have been perfectly fucking fine. Just like take some inspo from the games and then give us an actual origin story and then work your way up. If you really do want to make this franchise, I would have been perfectly fine with that. I really did. I really would have. But now, watching the trailer is my biggest reservation. I'm like, if it's an origin story, why are we doing things from the games where Mm -hmm. Nate is an adult? And, you know, the explorer, you know, that that we love. That's also another... That's also another reason, you know, you know, I think, okay, so when I heard, okay, before Tom Holland was cast... And I heard they wanted a young Tom Holland because they want to do an origin story. I immediately thought of Uncharted 4, the beginning of the game. Not like yeah. the complete, but like when he's a kid. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Uh, even, like in, even like in the first game, there's some parts when you play as young Nathan Drake. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. And then he's going to build into the Uncharted. But cool. They cast Tom Holland. I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, it's young Nathan Drake. Then the then like the, the 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 stuff kept coming out and coming out and coming out and coming out. I'm like, wait, why are we doing when Nathan's adult and an adult and doing all these set pieces? I don't know. Whatever. I I I don't know. I I think you are right about the whole thing of me being reserved because of how long I've been with these characters. I think that's why it's so easy for you to be like, oh yeah, you know, I'm into it because like you just like unt- I think Last of Us was like 2020 when you played that, right? Like uh, you know, um, it would have been like right after Wandavision ended. Yeah, which was last year. Oh shit, that's last year. So twenty twenty one, you started on The Last of Us. So I mm. played, I played The Last of Us on the PS three, and then I did the remaster, and then they came out with the part two, of course, um, and stuff. And it, it, it's just, I don't know. The only thing I'm nervous about is, is uh, I, I got nervous with that quote, and he's like. Yeah. Uncharted, not Uncharted, not The Last of Us. I got nervous about that quote when he's like, yeah, we're going to do a lot of things different. And I was like, oh, shit. Neil yeah. Duck is on his shit again. I, I was thinking about <laughs> it last night. Listen, I had a thought last night that scared me a little bit. Because I was like, 
I was like, it, it seems like they're doing so much that we didn't see in the first game. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like they're doing, like, the Riley stuff. Like, Jackson is, like, uh-huh. fully realized. There. Uh, and all this shit. And I'm like, okay, that's really cool. And I understand, like, you have more time because you have a series. But I was like, this, there's no way this show is going to be told linear. Right? I was thinking I, about it, and I was I like, this that. show, I think it's going to be told nonlinear. I, I was, when they announced the show, I was like, oh my god, yeah. Like, two seasons, two seasons can be the first game. Two. I yeah. can get two seasons out of the first game. He's like, and then I saw the set, and then the set photos, Jackson, the 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 the, the, the city or whatever. And I said, Jackson's already in it? What? And then it's like, um, then it's like, yeah, they they announced uh Storm Reed is 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 Riley. I was like, what? <laughs> so that's it's not me, it's not really the cast, because like at first, I mean I I've gotten used to the Pedro Pascal casting, whatever, you know? It, it's like the casting. I wasn't like these racists who were like, oh, oh, he's he's supposed to be country. And, you know, they you know what they want. You know what I mean? As far as Joel, yeah. you know what you know what the people, the people who were like, oh, it's just they want to hear Jackman. They, and, they, yeah, they wanted who is the guy from um from Game of Thrones that they wanted to like they, you know, they, oh, they wanted. Um, yeah, yeah, they wanted straight white male. And we got Pedro Pascal and even the brother. I like the I, I like I, I like the brothers casting uh, as well. Luna. I'm a big fan, I, and he needs to come back as a as um Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider like immediately. But I, I I was like sure, I was like whatever, you know. I don't see him as Joel yet completely. I think it's because I need a tra- I think I need a trailer honestly, um to just see mm-hmm. what kind of vibe he's doing. Like is he is he is he doing the whole the whole southern tone or is he just being Pedro Pascal? Uh, and Listen. I also think I had a little stinch of Wonder Woman, of Wonder Woman 1984. I just had gotcha. a stomach, you know, it was trash. <laughs> in the, on the, I, in I've been on granted. the whole time, but I, I really did it. And I thought he was perfect for it. I didn't like really get it until I saw that one set photo. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but um, it's him. The woman who's playing Tess, who also did the work for the games, which is really cool. Yep, really and cool, then yeah. um, Bella Ramsey. It's just the three of them standing. And I was like, I see it. I get it. And that's what's really been like pushing me with this casting is like that one photo. And I'm like, I get it. I get it 100%. Yeah, I'm definitely more open to Pedro Pascal over than I was like Tom Holland. Now, if they casted Tom Holland to be Joel... Holy! Oh my God! Stop! <laughs> you know, I, I, I would, I would be absolutely livid. Like I'm, I mean, livid, like livid. Like I listen, because remember, remember, like one of the one of like the first. Remember, they had like a group of people for Joel, and one of them was Mahershala Ali, and I was like, dude, dude, yeah, we talked you know? about that. Do you remember we talked about that on the show? Because we were like, okay, well, like it's official because he was in talks, right? Yeah, and then. Like hours later, the Gina Carano Pedro Scal stories drop. Mm-hmm. And then they announced and then they announced him. Like I think after that after that caught wind of uh Mahershala Ali being in talks, it wasn't official, but he was in talks. I was not even once that I was like, Oh, uh, uh, Joel. I was like, dude, yeah. I mean that'll be a, that's different, but I'm like, I could see it, you know? I still can. Yeah. I kinda wish we got it. But um, you know, Peter Pascal's great. Mandalorian's hot again. I, I, I just think that Mahershala Ali brings a different yeah. uh, caliber, mm. you know, to, like, the casting. Because with Pedro Scalas, I do think that he has, you know, quite uh, some humps to get over with people being on board. But with Mahershala Ali, I feel like it's really obvious to be, like, he has two Academy Awards, you know? So oh, I know that was, like, my <laughs> argument when you know, I was, like, in the trenches defending it. I was, like... You're you're saying you don't want a two-time Academy Award winner to play your favorite video game character? Like, make that make sense to me. Um, but Pedro Scal, obviously, you know, you'd be like, oh, he's great in Mandalorian. Um, and he's great in everything else that he's been in. But it's still like, you know, it, if you if you don't get the casting right away, then you, you're going to need to be convinced. And I think that's where you are right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I. And I it's like, not. I like I, I, it's not that I don't think you like Pedro Pascal either. 
Oh no, 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 absolutely not. Yeah. I think he's a. I think he's easy. He's one of the. At least right now, he has to be like in the top ten as far as actors right now. Yeah. You know, he's absolutely great. Um, I was just like, you know, you you when you with a when you're with a character, like people are so connected to Ellie that they wanted the grown twenty something year old Ashley yeah, Johnson to be Ellie. I'm so like, dude, weird. she she can't be Ellie, guys. You know what I mean? Like, just Ellie's supposed to be a kid, and you know, and and like in a perfect. I mean, I don't know why she doesn't have more roles because she's great, you know. Um, but I was like, guys, she's not going to be Ellie. And then everybody wanted like Caitlyn Dever, and I'm like, dude, Caitlyn Dever looks young, but Ellie's supposed to be like 13, 14. They got to cast a kid, you know. Uh, yeah. And they did. I like that casting and stuff. Pedro Pascal, I definitely need. I definitely need to. I I, just, I, need, I need to see. I need to see a trailer. I just need a trailer. What yeah. the? I want to see what the vision is because Neil Druckmann. No one knows your characters like the creator. That's just that's just any writing. You know what I mean? Like you're the creator, you have the vision. If I was casting, if I had the opportunity to cast like my characters and scripts that I've wrote, you know, I already have them all in my head, you know, but I know that there's going to be a day where I can't choose. I can't choose. You know, they have to choose for me. So if he had the liberty to choose, and I remember the tweet. He's like, "This is our Joel." It wasn't like you know HBO tweeting it. He was like the one. Yeah. This is this is my Joel, and I was like, "Okay, if you're the creator, let's see." You know what I mean? If you're the vision, which I really hope he had. I I really wish he had, you know, control over the casting of Uncharted. I'm saying, because <laughs> yeah, I mean, he only worked on one of the games, though. That's true, but still, fuck he only did me. four. I know, but fuck. Let four is the best, but agreed. I love four. They just remastered it too. Ah, oh, man. I was so close to playing that over three, but I was like, because I tweeted, I was like, okay, I want to replay an Uncharted game before the movie, but I just don't know which one to play. And then I was like, three is the one I've played the least. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have to, and that's because yeah. I think that three has like a boring story. Like the set piece is amazing, beautiful mm-hmm. gowns, beautiful gowns, <laughs> but um. The the story's just fucking boring. That's true. It's true. So Okay. What's with one last question? Wait, I have I have two. You do? From Twitter? Yeah, I do. Oh. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So one of them is from my friend KG. And he says, uh, why is Rush Hour Two the greatest movie of all time? I don't know. It just is. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen either <laughs> of those movies, but oh, I don't believe you. Come on. I'm sorry. I know. I know. <laughs> come on, Hannah. It's like one of my blind spots in just pop culture. That's fair. <laughs> truly. That's fair. <laughs> truly. Um, what's the other question? Uh, and then what's your favorite movie and why is it so special to you? That's my favorite movie. My favorite movie. Thank you, Allie. My favorite movie is um, Nightcrawler. It's of all time. It's, which is absolutely crazy. I don't talk about it as much as I should talk about it, but I say I've said this story. I thought your of favorite times. movie was Scream. I don't know. Like you always tell me that your favorite is Nightcrawler, but I always assume it's Scream. My favorite franchise is the Scream franchise. Scream is like I think Scream is like definitely like number two. On my on like my all time favorite list and stuff, I gotta make one of those and just like post it, you know. But my number one is Nightcrawler only because like I love Scream, you know. But Nightcrawler, like I said, was the movie that got me into all of this. Everything that I do, as far as movie related, was because of Nightcrawler, you know. You you know like college was such a weird like time for me because I just did not know. You know what I'm saying? My mom was getting mm-hmm. on me about listen, like I'm like I'm spending all this money, and you don't even know like if you want to do this. And I'm like, I know, I just don't know what to do. I don't, I just didn't know, and I was just like going through the motions at school, doing these tests and going to these classes that I don't care about. And it was just, I just, I thought I was into psychology. Then I got to school, and I was like, this is not what I want to do, um, really, because. Everyone was kind of telling me I wanted to, you know, oh, Dwayne, you, you, you know, you'd be great at therapy, and I was like, but I need therapy myself. Anyway, um, I was like, it, it was just a Real. weird time. So then, all my every weekend, all my friends they used to every weekend, all my friends used to go home for the weekends, 
And I was the only one. I had a job on campus. And I had this, you know, Saturdays I worked. Like, like you know, I worked a couple. I worked like six hours on Saturdays. Um, so I was the only one who used to stay. So one of the weekends, I was actually off of work because of, I don't remember why. And I went to Redbox and I just got some movies. My mom used to, my mom and I used to do that all the time. So I went to Redbox and got a couple of movies. And then I sat in my room and then I watched Nightcrawler. And I was like, dude, this, what is, what is this? <laughs> I was like, you know, because I'm not going to be like, oh, you never watched a movie before, before Nightcrawler. Of course you, casual, when you're a casual, you just, you're you're watching yeah. movies and you're just like okay cool on to the next you know but that movie just like stayed with me for days and I didn't understand why and then I started looking up scripts and stuff like that and then I didn't want to be at that school anymore so I got out of there and um then I started like watching all of those uh you know like Collider and all that stuff yeah. and you know Jeremy Johns and and Chris and Chris Duckman and I was like and then I got I started going to the movies a lot more all my friends just would not see me cuz of the movie theaters and that's yeah so it's, it has to be nightcrawler it just has to be you know so the what about you watching good movie to like uh Chris Duckman pipeline is so real um <laughs> that's what I'm saying uh, I already know yours but uh, what my, is it my favorite movie is probably prisoners um I Wait. I don't really, really? have like, Okay. Yeah. I don't really have like a story like mm-hmm. that would be like, oh, this is why like I am so in love with it. Other than just I when I watched it for the first time, I was like, that is a perfect movie. Like this mm-hmm. is how you make a movie. And mm-hmm. I just every time I watch it, I'm like, I just I whenever I think like of like just superb filmmaking, that's the movie that comes to mind. Yeah. It's true. It's just, it's perfect. Prisoners is and absolutely I, I, great. Absolutely great. I don't know how you get better than Prisoners. Like, mm-hmm. truly. And, and that's, that's, that's where I stand. That's, and that's, you know, that was one of my introductions to Paul Dano, too, as well. Oh, and uh, Hugh Jackman, I was just blown away when I saw that in theaters. Um, that is my, like, biggest Oscar snub of all time. You know, you, you know what's funny about like when you say prisoners, right? What's funny about mm-hmm. that is I think that was in the red box bunch that I picked up. It was night. That. It was like I think it was like I'm not even kidding. It was Nightcrawler, Prisoners, and like Twenty Two Jump Street. Real. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just gonna have me a nice little. I I ordered some pizza and then I watched all three of those movies. You know, in but I watched Nightcrawler first. So what what's crazy about the story is that if I loved Prisoners the way you did, that would have that would have been the movie that got me into everything. But I watched Nightcrawler first. It was twenty two Jump Street because I had already seen it in theaters, and then I watched Nightcrawler, and I was just befuddled. And I was like, "What the hell?" And I watched it again after after like watching Prisoners. Um, shit. So interesting story. I always wow. thought yours was coming by your name, Jake Gyllenhaal's power. You know what? Calling Your Name was my favorite movie for a long time, and it is the movie that, like, really did get me into movies other than Deadpool. But, like, mm-hmm. Deadpool was, like, what got me into, like, I don't know, just, like, kind of got me in the door. And then Calling Your Name was when I, like, for the first time when I watched the movie, and I was like, oh, my God, movies can be so much more than just, like, booby yeah. be superhero stuff, you know? Um, So it was my favorite movie for a long time, and I still do... I have so much love for the movie. It's just there's too many things batting against it now that mm-hmm. I can't watch it anymore. I really can't. Wait, which movie? Um, call me by your name. You can't watch Army it anymore. Hammer. Oh, that's I can't right. watch it anymore. That's Army right. Hammer was just the was just the last pin that was thrown at it, and I was like, I I, I can't look at the same anymore. So what was your what was the other pins? It it's very interesting. Just, I didn't know this. You know, with time, I I was mm-hmm. like oh 17 when I watched it for mm-hmm. the first time, you know. And with age, I I definitely see more things in it now that I didn't see before. And with the context of, you know, how people when you look at it in a way when people frame it and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. this could be viewed as like predatory and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's like, 
you know, with age, it's it's definitely gotten to the point where I'm like, oh, I, I see that now. Um, and when, when I was 17, I didn't see it that way. Um, Interesting. So it, okay. it's just, it's just something that with age, it's definitely a movie that I have looked at differently. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's, and I still, I, I mean, I have a tattoo of it. There's, there's no mm-hmm. separating me in the movie, obviously, but, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm not, and I'll never like be like, oh my God, I regret this tattoo or, you know, I hate that movie or anything like mm-hmm. that. It's just, it's a movie that I will always have love for. It's just something that I don't think that I will ever be like, oh yeah, this is in my, you know, top movies ever again. There's just too much batting against it now. Interesting. Hmm. It is. It's it's weird to have like such a close relationship with a movie and then like have it um, change in circumstances that like aren't in you know, your control really. Yeah. That's very interesting. I, um, I, I didn't, I didn't know any of that. So it's interesting to know now. Cause I guess we haven't spoken about those movies in like maybe a couple months now. So interesting. Look at yeah. You. Look at you. Getting, um, <laughs> Hannah turned 21. I started acting. In our perspective. <laughs> um, all right. You know, introspective. So... I don't know why I said inner perspective. Introspective. <laughs> I mean. All right. Well, I guess this is a good good time to call off this show. Everyone, this always happens. We're going to do a quick show. Hey, uh, shit. So thank you guys for sending in all your questions. Thank you guys for sending in all your topics and just queries about everything going on in cinema. Thank you guys for following us and listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, Hannah, let anyone know they can follow you. I to Hannah on Twitter. All right, and you can follow me on Twitter as well at Cinemaniac94, and you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.